31st, our own Pastor Hamilton and Pastor Hardison will be preaching. And the reason why they were chosen, I am informed that these are the two oldest preachers in our association. Even I didn't know that. But thank God for long life. So make yourself available. Uh, 6 p.m. is the association watch night service at Mount Zion. Our own church watch night service is at 10 p.m. And I hope they don't mind me informing you that Actually, at 9 p.m., we will have what we call pre-game, pre-show, whatever you're calling it. What's the American word for it? Pre-show, amen. They asked me about it, and that means there will be all kinds of talents being displayed, and there will be gifts and prizes, amen. So I said, why not? Let's just continue to have fun all day. God has been faithful to us. Amen. We have something to celebrate. So if you if you want to sing or break dance or, or rap or whatever you, <laughs> the gift is, feel free to show up at nine. But uh, the official Watch night service start at 10 p.m. And the Lord has given me a word for this church, for this community, for this nation. So make yourself available. Uh, this is when your pastor share what you can expect in the coming year. And you don't want to miss that. It's called prophetic declaration. One of my greatest joy as pastor is being able to watch during the year people walk to me and say it's happening in my life. So my job is to decree and declare it after hearing from the Lord. And your job is to cooperate with the Holy Spirit watch the power of God demonstrated in your life. All minds clear? Now I want us to all get up and, and walk around and find somebody and love on them and say good morning. Just, just thank them for being in church this morning. What a fellowship.
Let the church say amen. Looks like we might be able to go home early today. <laughs> amen. I'm going to ask our worship team to come back. And let's just celebrate for a few minutes. It's a good day to praise the Lord. Amen. And we are grateful to God for our young people. Notice they sing about joy to the world. And guess what I'm going to be preaching about? Joy to the world. See, it's always good. So I'm inviting you to Jesus' birthday throughout this month. And let's just celebrate him because he is worthy to be praised. Do I have a witness in the house? So wherever you are, let's just stand up. Oh, come. Let us adore him. Praise the Lord, everybody. Can we lift up his name just for a few minutes? Can we lift up his name just for a few minutes? Come on and give him some praise this morning. Clap your hands like this. Come on. We're going to celebrate. 
celebrate and give him joy. Yeah. Let me see. The Lion of Judah. My Lord and King. You are my Lord and King. You're the Lion of Judah. Lion of Judah. You rule over everything. Rule over everything. everything. You're the Lion of Judah. Lion of Judah. Say you are the great I am. You are the great I am. Say you're Lion of Judah. Lion of Judah. And you reign over all of the land. Reign over all the land. And you are holy. Holy. You're mighty. Mighty. You're worthy. Of the glory, God. You're holy, Jesus. You're mighty, Jesus. You're worthy, Jesus. Of the glory. Come on. I lift your name on high. Everybody say, I lift your name on high. I lift your name on high. I lift your name on high. I lift your name. Somebody lift his name, everybody. Of Judah, line of Judah. Say, you are my Lord and King. You are my Lord and King. You're the Lion of Judah. Line of Judah. Say, you rule over everything. Rule over everything. Oh, you're the Lion of Judah. Line of Judah. You are the great I am. You are the great I am. Lion of Judah. Lion of Judah. You reign over all of the land. Reign over all the land. And you are holy.
Shaddai, Jesus, Jesus, Prince of Peace, Jesus, Jesus, your name is excellent, Jesus, Jesus, Rock, Jesus, 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 Shelter, Jesus, in the time of a storm, Shelter, Jesus, in the time of a storm, Lily of the valley, Jesus, Bread, when I'm hungry, Jesus, Jesus, Lawyer, in a courtroom, Jesus, Jesus, Doctor, in a sick room, Jesus, Jesus, help me lift him, Jesus, Jesus, help me lift him, Jesus, Jesus, say Jesus, 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 your name, Jesus is above all names, your name is above all names, your name makes demons tremble, your name has power, power, your name, Jesus, 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 I love to call him Jesus, 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 help me lift him up, yeah, somebody lift his name right there, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I want to look at the book of St. Luke, chapter 2. I want to read to your hearing a very familiar scripture. Luke, chapter 2, verse number 10. Just one verse. By permission of the Holy Spirit, I want to talk about joy to the world. Amen. Let me confess to you, I got inspiration for this sermon just by listening to the song, Joy to the World. And I read a book brother in the Lord, I was actually given that book by Pastor Doug, my friend, he's back there, and it's an easy read for me. The book is titled, Do You Hear What I Hear? And I love easy read, because I can knock it out. Those of you who are members of our church book club, might want to consider getting a bunch of that book and read it as a club. It's good for you. I, I share that with you for the benefits of all the pastors that are here and those of you. Good to see you, Pastor. You look sharp, man. Amen. Look at all these men and women of God. Pastor Reed, you see. Pastor Tinney, Pastor Edison, Pastor Dayton 1, Dayton 2, Pastor Hall, man, you're a preacher too? What? Tell me your name. Another read? Man, we got two reads. You look like a preacher. Praise the Lord. And we have Pastor Jovian 1, Jovian 2, 
It's probably a tree somewhere. Well, that's a blessing. We are grateful. And so many other pastors that are live streaming. Some, I met one pastor told me every Sunday, say the first thing I do is to watch Zion Hill before I go to my church. Then he said, he's amazed how many times the word God gave him to preach. And I would get up and preach the same thing. I said, praise the Lord. We all ought to be on the same page anyway. Everybody happy? Good to be blessed. The scripture is Luke chapter 2, verse number 10. And the Bible simply says, And the angel said unto them, Fear not. See, I can stop them and preach all day long. That you don't have to fear. But that's not my assignment this morning. He said, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings. Translation, good news. I love good news. Not just good news, but it's good news of great joy. And this shall be to all the people. Let's pray. Our Father and our God, we are so grateful for the opportunity to know you. Thank you for being our Father. Thank you for being our Savior. Thank you, O oh God, for being our Lord. Holy Spirit, we welcome you to this place. I'm always mindful that this is your church. These are your people. Glorify yourself in this house. Speak to us in a very special way. Help our hearing. Help our understanding. Demonstrate your love and power in the midst of your congregation. Somebody come with a question today. Lord, I pray that you will give them joy. There are souls to be saved Lord, I pray that you will send laborers into their vineyard. Help your servant to proclaim what thus says the Lord. And help us not just to be hearers. We want to be doers of your word. I thank you for it. Miracles, signs, and wonders shall take place in this house today. In the name of Jesus. And the church say, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. I came up with a topic for discussion this morning. And it's titled, The Secret of True Joy. The Secret 
of true joy. The passage that I just read to your hearing was a statement, a message from an angel. To who? To the shepherds. You all know the story. The angel told the shepherd, you don't have to fear. That's something to shout about. You know why that's important? Because you can imagine these shepherds minding their own business, attending to their sheep, and all of a sudden some strange beings showed up. There's the tendency to panic or to fear. And the first thing that the angel told them, you don't have to fear. In fact, in case you don't know, I'm here on assignment. I bring you good tidings, good news of great joy. So now you see why I want to share about the secret of true joy today. Ladies and gentlemen, another thing caught my attention in that angel statement. He said, this good news, this good tidings is for all people. So that includes you. That includes me. So that means all of us here this morning, we are a candidate for the joy of the Lord. Amen. Open your mouth, shout amen. amen. So, the good news is about joy to the world. So today I want to just share with you briefly what is joy. How do you get joy? What is the secret to having true joy in your life? Well, for the sake of simplicity, the first thing I want to point out is to define what joy is. I don't want to assume we all know about it. Ladies and gentlemen, joy is what I would describe as a lasting emotion that comes from your choice to believe God that he would do just what he said. Ladies and gentlemen, today we live in a world full of trouble. Am I right about it? Just to put it in plain English, so many people in the world have no joy. In fact, even people in the church house, they are struggling in this area of their life. I believe that's why that book I mentioned, Do You Hear What I Hear, inspired me to talk about this. My brothers, my sisters, if you turn on your television or you're listening to your radio, sometimes you feel like 
you have a reason to go inside the house and never come back again. What do you hear on, on radio? What do you see on television? Murders, rape, burglary, suicide. I mean, I can go on and on. Things that will make you question your job. There are no straight answers from Congress. And not much sense is coming out of the city hall either. Yes, I said it. Somebody needs to tell the truth. And then if you say you're going to look beyond the community, what do you see? What do you hear? Wars in the Middle East. Hamas fighting the, the Israelis. Wars in Ukraine. Russians fighting the Ukrainians. North Korea, the guy with a funny haircut, you know. You show up every day and say, I dare you mess with me. It's a little bitty creature like this. This is what we have to deal with. You put out one fire, another one comes up. Ladies and gentlemen, that's not to mention all the issues we are facing as a society. You got to deal with the gays. You got to deal with the lesbians. You got to deal with the bisexual. You got to deal with trans transgender. You got to deal with the gold digger. I mean, oh, I can go on and on. I say, Lord, have mercy. How are we going to survive with all this mess? So the truth, ladies and gentlemen, is that too many people have no joy. Some people have a home with no joy. Some people are blessed with a job but they have no joy on that job. You'll be amazed how many people are in ministry. They pass to a church, but they have no joy. Hey, don't turn me up. <laughs> you know, I didn't call myself. I got a dig job. It's a serious Situation that we find ourselves. Folks just struggling and have no peace, no joy in the undertaking. You'll be amazed how many people are all living on antidepressants. Mm -hmm. Don't look at your neighbor this morning. They go to take pills before they can sleep. Then they have to take another one to wake up. And just to function during the day. You see what we have to deal with. This is really concerning to me. I never will forget. I heard the story of a, a great brother. He, his name is Michael Jackson. 
Man, I've seen a lot of you. But as far as I'm concerned, if you give me Luther Fandrell, mm -hmm. <laughs> and you mix it with Whitney Houston, hallelujah. And you come on with Michael Jackson, you can keep the rest of them. This brother is so talented that I can watch him perform 24 hours. But then I found out that he can sing. He got millions of dollars, but have no job. They have to shoot him with the needle to go to sleep. And then shoot him with the needle to wake him up. So what I'm talking about, ladies and gentlemen, we need joy. So my assignment this morning is to share with you briefly the secret behind true joy. Why do we need joy? I'm glad you asked. The Bible said in Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 10 that the joy of the Lord is our strength. Am I right about it? Well, let me put it in plain English. That means the extent of your strength depends on how much joy you have. Are you with me this morning? It means your strength in life is equal to your joy. So if you run out of joy, you're going to run out of strength. We don't want any member of our church in that situation. We don't want anybody in this community that is why we broadcast this service. It's on radio, on television, on social media. You'll be amazed how many Africans are watching you right now. People from different nations. You don't have to take my word. Just talk to your media staff because they are able to keep track of who is watching Zion Hill. A church in a little town called Pineville. Louisiana. To God be the glory. What I'm trying to suggest to you, ladies and gentlemen, joy is very scarce when you think of it as a commodity. You've got to have it. The book of Proverbs, chapter 17, verse 22, says, A merry heart is like a medicine. But he continued to say, somebody with a broken spirit, that brokenness will dry up the bones. So we need joy. A lack of joy will dry up your insights. A lack of joy will dry up your innovation, your creativity. The good news, ladies and gentlemen, is that our God wants every one of us to have joy. 
That's something to shout about. I said our God wants all of us. You, 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 all of us here, myself included, he wants us to have joy. The problem, ladies and gentlemen, we don't know how to find it. And that is why we need a preacher. How can they hear without a preacher? And how can they preach except God send them? So I want joy in my life. I want every one of my members to be full of joy. Joy is so important to me. Everybody that lives in my house, their name is Joy. Everybody in my house, their middle name is Joy. If there's a cockroach, his middle name is Joy. <laughs> this is how important this subject is to me. Ladies and gentlemen, we don't know how to find joy, so we begin to lie to each other. We say things like, if I, if I can just get married, I have joy. Some people will say, if I can just rise up the corporate ladder, I have joy. And then they climb the ladder and they get to the top and they blow their own head up. Isn't that something? No joy. Some people will say to themselves, if I can just make money. Mm -hmm. I used to think like that too. The Lord had to deliver me. I see all kinds of problems in Africa. I see people hungry. I see people begging for food. I see people living no house. So I said to myself, I said, self, if I could just make enough money, I can fix all this problem. But you know, I've seen people who are multimillionaires. And yet they're miserable. Some of us say, well, if I can just become famous. Some people will say, well, if I can just have a family. You know, I hate to tell you, all of the areas that we are looking for joy, there's no joy in it. I don't mean to mess up your Sunday morning. <laughs> I'm on an assignment. So how can we find real joy? So imagine your pastor being a doctor. Imagine the house of the Lord. To me, this is the way I see it. It's a hospital. And when you visit a hospital, at the end of the day, the doctor's going to give you a prescription. So all I want to do, my assignment is to give you a prescription. But it's up to you. 
to fill up your prescription. Are you still here? I found some prescription for joy in the word of God. When you get a chance, read the book of Isaiah chapter 54. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be giving you the prescription now. By the way, those of you who are Bible scholar, you will remember that Isaiah 54 is the chapter after Isaiah 53. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, I preach myself happy. Because everybody knows Isaiah 53, you know. Because it was in Isaiah 53, verse number 4, where God decreed through the prophets that Jesus bore our griefs. And Jesus carried our sorrow. That's Isaiah 53, verse 4. Then you go to the next verse, which all of you know. Then the Bible says, he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripe, you and me, we're healed. Somebody shout hallelujah. But then, most of the time, we stop at chapter 53. And that is why I call your attention to the next chapter. Because in chapter 54, guess what it says, verse number one. It says, sing if you're barren. You say, huh, how does that fit what we've been talking about? Imagine, can, can I have two women here? Because these are children I got to demonstrate. I need two women. I, I, I promise I won't bite you. Two women, two women. Come on the stage. God bless you. Amen. I got preacher, preacher wife. Amen. Praise the Lord. And they're beautiful. Come on, don't be a hater. Just admit they are good looking. They are beautiful. All right. Okay, now, imagine, face the audience. Now, imagine these two women. Let's suppose this woman of God has been married for 10, 15 years. Both of them, actually. And let's suppose she is giving birth to children regularly. And let's suppose this woman has not been able to give birth to any child. That's the person that the Bible is calling barren. That's somebody, the Bible is giving you a picture of somebody who may have no joy. Then God is saying, Sister, girl, you want to be like your neighbor? This is what you need to do. Sing, O Byron. You'll be amazed how simple the Bible is. It said, if you are, those of you are desolate, 
It says, shout for joy. Cry out loud. Many of you, you never feel that prescription. And that is why you're still struggling with no joy. You come to church, you sit down looking dignified. Where in the natural, you're going to stay sick. Because the joy of the Lord is your strength. Are you still here? Another thing I want you to pick up is it's not just saying sing. It's a crowd loud. If you really want to have joy this Christmas, notice when God is asking her to sing, shout, and cry out loud. That's before the baby comes. The secret to joy is when you can shout. I heard somebody say, don't wait till the battle is over. You better shout now. You need to learn to shout your way to victory. You need to learn to press your way out of trouble. You don't see the baby yet. All you can see now is barrenness. But if you will learn to shout, glory be to God. If you will learn to cry out loud, if you will stop murmuring and complaining and whining and running your mouth on Facebook, if you will just get excited, hallelujah, anyhow. Thank you, sister. You are conceited. So the first prescription, you got to learn to sing, to shout, before your miracle. Then the Bible said, this is the amazing part. If you read that one verse, you keep reading, it says, those of you who are sons of the desolate will become more numerous. You will have more children than those who are already blessed. The secret is your praise. You show me a man or a woman that has no joy. I'll show you a man or a woman that has no praise. Religion had killed your praise. Now we have all these diagnoses where we're Baptists. We don't do, we don't get all, that's for Koji people. <laughs> There's some people say, no, we, you know, we are AG. We don't, we don't do stuff like that. And then you allow the devil. So can I tell you something about the devil? This is not part of my sermon, but you need to hear. Because the devil has power. Did you hear what I just said? But the devil has no authority. Can you handle the truth? He got power, but he got no authority. 
then flee the church. You got power. You got authority. So the devil actually belongs under your feet. He cannot hurt you unless you allow it to happen. The Bible says it comes to steal. It comes to kill. It comes to destroy. He cannot hurt you unless you let him. That is why you need to fix and fill your prescription. Are you still here? What I was showing you between those two women is somebody who chose to celebrate God before she got pregnant. Not after. Religion has told you. When God does something for you, then shout. They got it backward. If you don't hear anything else, don't wait until the battle is over. While you are going through, while you are in the midst of the storm, while the check don't show up in the mail, while the children are acting ugly, while your, your spouse won't act right, while the dreams are yet to come through, it's a time to shout. Do I have a witness in the house? I said, do I have a witness in the house? You know why I'm asking that? Because all of us here, we've got great testimonies. You know, That's right. We're all blessed. I can see the blessing of God in you. But the truth be told, we all also have barrenness. Don't be fooled by my good look. Hey, brother look good today. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> but don't be fooled by the look. Just like we have testimonies, we have areas of our life where we are barren, where things don't look good. One of the things I have against church folks is that many of you go around pretending as if you're all right. A crackhead that don't recognize he's got a drug problem. Nobody can help him. You have to recognize that there are areas of your life, areas in my life that we need the touch of God. So the first prescription. It's for you and me to learn to celebrate before the answer comes. Say, I got it. Maybe the area you need to be celebrating is your job. And I don't mind telling you sometimes I go to my job and I'm frustrated. Yes, I said it. Even sometimes at home, Oh, it's mighty quiet now. <laughs> there are times I come home, I stayed outside for hours before I can walk in. 
areas of barrenness. Somebody need to tell the truth. I'll get a call. Where are you at? And I'm right there in front of the house. What do you do? When you finally admit and recognize there are trouble in your way. The Bible says if you're barren in any area, shout for joy. I wish I have time to walk through this. Remember when the Israelites were in the wilderness? They were not in the promised land, they were in the wilderness. Guess what they did? They began to shout. In the middle of nowhere. If the church ever get this revelation, you will see the power of God begin to move mightily in your life. I cannot take you where I've never been. The same God that delivered me can do the same thing for you. Learn to shout. Even with no music, learn to shout. Amen. Jericho was fortified with big walls. Problem facing people. You see God again say, you want a prescription for this problem? Shout. The people of God shouted in the wilderness and the Red Sea back off. The people of God shouted before Jericho and the walls came tumbling down. There's a gang of armies against King Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat admitted they are bigger than us. They are better than us. We are in trouble. God said, here's a prescription. Will you fill up your prescription? Get some singers. You don't need AK-47. You don't need to be fighting, arguing. Many of you, you are trouble in the home. Your trouble in your marriage is because you're trying to fight your way through it. You're running your mouth and this, the boat is sinking. Let's try God's prescription. He said, Jehoshaphat, this battle is not yours. The battle is the Lord. Get some singers. Grab you some Gail Washington. Find some Terrence Williams. Find some Jessica. Find Miss TV. Anybody you can find. Get them. Let them sing. People ask me all the time, how did you come to town and take a little church and become the biggest church? You know my secret children? I shout my way out. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's the key. I was so blessed talking to this man of God. 
he was here and he was telling me, true story, uh, uh, Reverend Timmy, he said, I watched it with my own eye. I saw what you did. He's sitting there. I didn't say one word. I just listened. Don't miss the opportunity to run the devil out of your house. Don't miss the opportunity to run the devil out of your job. Don't miss the opportunity to run the devil out of your children's life. Greater is he that is in you than the devil that is in the whole world. Are you still here? I know it doesn't make sense from human perspective. But you have to understand that God said your senses are so little. It's like thousands and thousands of miles away from the wisdom of God. You are dealing with a God who has never failed. You're dealing with a God who has never lied. You're dealing with a God who is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. So if he tell you to shout, what you need to do is shout. Tell somebody I got it. When you shout before the trouble is over, you are demonstrating your faith in God. Let me put it this way. Let's suppose you, you're one of those sisters and you believe in God for a, a, a child. Do like Hannah did. What God is saying to you is that, okay, you have one bedroom and you believe in God for a brand new child. Go home and add a new room. Yes, sir. The baby is not here. Somebody is going to call you stupid. Did you realize when this child was in its infancy, I was called all kinds of names? But if you are Noah, hearing my voice this morning, while you are building the boat and people are laughing at you, keep on building. You will have the last laugh in your life. You got to make room for your miracle. I never will forget one time in Africa, I went to uh, a leper colony, and, and I, was, I was ministering, and there's this gentleman, he has, he has no leg, and he was just shouting for joy. And I asked, what's going on, brother? He said, I want to walk. You know what I told him? I'm not going to pray for you today. I said, I want you to go buy your shoe and come back next week. Why do I have to buy a shoe when I cannot walk? I said, so you can be able to walk. Are you listening to me? It don't take much to be blessed. But you have to trust the wisdom of God. Because all these American way of doing things, if it's working, we won't have all these problems today. Let's try God.
Amen. Amen. Lord, this is the song the children were singing. It says, joy to the world, the Lord has come, right? It says, but you keep listening, it says, let the earth receive their king. The problem, ladies and gentlemen, we have not learned to receive. Are you still here? St. John chapter 1 verse 11 admitted that. He said he came to his own. But his own received him not. But as many as received him. To them he give power to become sons and daughters of Almighty God. You become unstoppable. You stand out among your peers. On your job, you see yourself rising. Even your co-worker cannot explain. God said, I will give you a well that you never did. I will give you houses that you never built. I'm walking in that anointing. God wants to do it for every one of us. What is the next prescription? You got to receive Jesus. Many of you are coming to church, but you have never made him your savior. Some of you come just to see the show. Some of you come just to have a good time. Some of you come just to socialize. When are you going to say yes to God? Because the Bible says Jesus brings joy. That's what that angel said. I bring you good tidings of great joy. You've got to yield to Jesus Christ. Amen, somebody. Let me give you another prescription. So in case you're making note, prescription number one. Shout. Prescription number two. Salvation. You got to be saved. You got to be born again. I don't care the name of the church. That's just your name tag. You must be born again. In times like this. Things are messing up. Folks in Washington has no clue. One of them called me the other day. I want you to come and pray. I said, for what? He said, Pastor, you know, every preacher, when they get a chance to come to Washington and pray, they get excited. I said, well, I'm not one of them. I can pray for you all in Pineville. God will hear me more. <laughs> Let me give you one more prescription before you, I let you go. Please notice the Bible is full of examples after example. What I'm saying to you is that anticipate your miracle. Make room for your miracle. 
Don't wait until the miracle arrives before you begin to praise him. Give your life to Jesus. Say, I got it. Ladies and gentlemen, a good example would be Joseph in the pit, still full of joy. Joseph in the prison, still full of joy. Are you listening to me? Joseph in the palace. See, those of you in the legal field, what they were trying to charge Joseph for is what we call attempted rape. It carries many years in prison. How do I know? I'm a lawyer. Hello? And yet, facing many years to be locked up, he's still full of joy. When you get a chance, read the book of Philippians chapter 4, verse 4. Apostle Paul writes and says, Rejoice in the Lord always. And I say again, rejoice. Guess where he was writing from? In jail. And yet he had joy. How can you have joy when you are locked up? You see, as a lawyer, I go visit people in jail a lot because we have privilege. We can go any time of the day. You don't need appointment. All you need is your bar code, and they let you in. And I see people all looking depressed. Some people are so, so messed up. They're just sitting down. They don't want to talk to nobody. They have been confined, isolated. And here is a brother who is locked up, shackles in his hand, shackles in his feet. And he says, it's a good day in the neighborhood. There is something on the inside. Walking on the outside. So if you want to be happy, you need to get joy. Amen. Amen. Another thing I know about God, not only does he want you to have joy, he will help you to get joy. I'll cover that in the next section. Galatians, it tells you exactly the fruit of the spirit. Galatians 5, verse 22, and it listed the fruit of the spirit. The first one is love. Guess what the second one is? So not only does he want you to have joy, he will help you to get joy. If you will let him. And stop trying to get it on your own. My message to you is that God through his Holy Spirit can give you power to get joy. Now, please permit me to point out some joy killers. In your life, in my life. What's in the way? You know what the number one is? People. <laughs> Deliver yourself from the approval of anybody. For 27 years, I've been telling you the same thing. You don't have to join or click. 
You don't have to kiss up to nobody. You don't have to be in the pocket of any politician. You know, I was talking with you the other day, and you told me the problem in our neighborhood is, is the preachers. You know why the preachers are impotent? Because they're in the pocket. They are sell out. Yes, I said it. Deliver yourself from people. David said, I will look to the hills. I know where my help comes from. My help don't come from no politician. My help don't come from nobody. My help comes from the Lord. Who brought me up? Who picked me up in the midst of nothing? And they are tired of me. Deliver yourself from people. Deliver yourself from circumstance. Deliver yourself from uncertainties and worries and fear. These are joy killers. Are you still here? Ladies and gentlemen, embrace the joy of the Lord. How do you do that? Let me say this and let you go. Become a partner with Almighty God. What did I say? Find something to do in the kingdom of God. Remember, he sent 70 people out to go preach the gospel. And they came back. The Bible said they were full of joy. They were so joyful, they were telling Jesus, man, Rev, I wish you were there. Even the devil was subject to us. We speak and things happen. They were full of joy. The secret of their joy is their partnership with Almighty God. You'll be amazed how many of you are part of this church or other churches, you have to ask yourself, what are you doing for God in the kingdom? What life are you changing? What difference are you making? The Bible says, in his presence, there is what? Fullness of what? Joy. You cannot hang out with God and not find joy. I want to encourage you, ladies and gentlemen, find your way. I see my wife is up. So that's her way of telling me to shut up. Let me say this in conclusion. Say in conclusion. All right. Okay, because Reverend Reed said it, I'm going to be obedient. When you get a chance, I don't get to. Go read the book. Hey, that's Brother Eric. What's up? <laughs> hey, that's your wife? 
Praise God. There must be a God somewhere. <laughs> Welcome home, sir. See, I can say that I'm free on television. <laughs> just, just, you do you, I do me. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, when you get a chance, read the book of Matthew chapter 5. You know there's one word there called blessed. That word blessed means joy. And the Bible begins to tell you prescription for joy. It says you will be blessed or you'll be happy, you'll be joyful if you do this. If you hunger and thirst after righteousness. So you have the keys now to go fill the prescription. He said you will have joy if you're poor in heart. He said you will have joy if you're merciful unto others. Some of you, you can't wait until somebody do you wrong. You want to cut their throat. Some of you walk around with a knife, both in the natural and in the spirit. You can't wait. I get on their nerves on, on my job every time. There's a, somebody, oh, we're going to write you up. I say, come here. What's your problem? You, do you have any child? Do you pray for your own child to become something in the future? Why are you all cutting each other down? What is your problem? What happens to forgiveness? What happens to being merciful? God have mercy on you. When are you going to have mercy on the other? He said, blessed is anyone that is merciful. They shall obtain mercy. He said you're blessed. In other words, joy comes to you when you are persecuted for right. That's right, Reverend. For righteousness. God is my witness. I never defend myself against any criticism. Even when it hurts. Even when I know they are lying on me, I've learned to let God fight my battle. You know what I'm trying to tell you? Read that chapter. Jesus was preaching it, and he spent the whole day telling you how you can find joy. I'm going to ask all of you to stand. I want to pray for somebody today that God will give you power. Not only does he want you to have joy, he, one of the fruit of the spirit, of the Holy Spirit, is not just love, but joy. If you're that man, if you're that woman, you say, Pastor, I want more joy. Joy in my career. Joy in my business. Joy in my health. Joy in my finances. 
joy in my home. Find your way to the altar. I want to pray with you right now. Jesus is subdued. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Your fruit is joy. Father, I stand in agreement with my brothers, my sisters, before this altar. I pray, oh God, for a double portion of your joy in our lives. Lord, we need joy in this community. We need joy in this state. We need joy in this nation. Lord, we need joy all over the world. The songwriter said, you are the source of joy to the world. Thank you that you bring joy to this world. We speak to every spirit of defeat, every spirit of sickness, disease, depression. We come against you in the precious name of Jesus. Today we decree and declare peace of God. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Say we receive not because we never ask. Lord, I pray for joy in the life of everyone before this altar. Even me, Lord, I need more of your joy. We need more of your peace. Peace even in the midst of storm. Lord, you gave Paul joy. You gave Joseph joy. You gave Mary joy. 
is not found when you have heard from God and people are still talking bad about you. But you gave that young lady joy. Lord, I pray for joy. Unspeakable joy in the life of everyone before this altar. Whatever the devil meant for evil, I pray, oh God, for a turnaround. Lord Jesus Christ is our example for everyone that is going through something right now. Father God, I pray for divine intervention. Jesus, who for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. Father, I pray for grace to endure. I pray for grace to go through. I pray, oh God, that you will bring us out of every trial, of every attack of the enemy. You promised to, to replace our mourning with joy. We receive that anointing right now in the precious name of Jesus. And we will shout by faith. And we decree and declare Every wall that the enemy has erected, every barrier that the enemy has erected in our life, all those walls are coming down in Jesus' name. We say yes and amen to your promises. Yes and amen to your will. Yes and amen to your ways, oh God. Yes and amen to your miracle. It is so. In Jesus' name. Open your mouth, shout amen. Open your mouth, shout amen. The walls of Jericho are coming down. Shout amen. Shout amen. Shout amen. Shout amen. One more time, shout amen. church home, after the benediction, will you please come forward, and pastor want to welcome you to this great church, and introduce you to the Lord Jesus Christ, new members, come forward, pastor will you please come and do our benediction, amen. Come on, give the Lord God a clap offering. Hallelujah. Lift your hand toward heaven. Father, in the name of Jesus, every hand lifted unto you, God, we loose your angels to be encamped around us to keep us, God, from all harm and danger. I plead the blood of Jesus over us. I thank you, Father God, that no weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. I lose the power of God, the peace of God, the joy of the Lord, God's blessing and anointing upon you now from this day forth and forevermore. Clap your hands and tell the Lord thank you.